Hello. Hi. Welcome to our podcast. Don't even know. <laughs> Stop it. I'm Megan. <laughs> I'm Hannah. She did the face and I didn't like it. <laughs> I literally did too. I looked at her for like a split second as I was about to do uh-uh. it. <laughs> she no shut way, that shit Jose. Down. <laughs> um, okay, so today uh, we have kind of like a fun, small, well, it's not fun. No, that's a wrong word. We have a small story for you from Rhode Island. It's not fun. It's not fun. Uh, but before we get to that, a couple of things I want to go over. Uh, a little bit of real talk here. So, as you probably have noticed, uh, my editing is not amazing. I think it is. Well, here's the thing. It doesn't sound as fantastic and clean as some of the other podcasts. However... I think she's too hard on herself. (laughs) I'm working on it. So just know that if you stick with us, things will get better. Please stay. Yes. Um, Don't think that like, oh, because this one sounds terrible, the next one will because they are getting better as we go. Um, I'll keep trying and eventually I'll figure it out. So just wanted to go over that and let you know... um, Listen, it's a work in progress, but you got to give yourself more damn credit, man. Well, you know, and I'm wearing a lot of hats here. So I'm researching, I'm writing, I'm editing, I'm posting, I'm doing a lot of things. So we're kind of just figuring it out and yeah, it'll be fun. Um, also, I just want to say like, I'm actually completely baffled by the fact that we are now being listened to in 30 states. What? Yeah. 30 states. We are? Um, so thank you. What? To everybody out there who is listening. Like, I appreciate it so much. Uh, and it's definitely making me want to keep working harder. Dude, and thanks, guys. Yeah. It's incredible. So not only are we in 30 states, but we are in like several countries too. And wow. I didn't think that that was going to be a thing. Uh, I, we, Hannah and I talked about this and I was like, oh my God, I think that I would just die if like five people listened to us. And we thought it would be like our parents and they didn't even listen. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't. Nope. Um, they, uh, they ditched us. Yeah. But of course we thought it would be just a couple of friends in Minnesota and uh, I'm blown away. We get way more downloads outside of Minnesota. (laughs) So that's kind of interesting. It's probably because they're making fun of our Minnesotan accents. Honestly, it could be that. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So we've got like a lot of people in Ireland. Yes. Which I think is kind of funny because I figured we would be very annoying to listen to there. I don't know. Okay. So much Yes, Ireland, I fucking love you. (laughs) Dude, I dream of going to Ireland. Seriously. So fun. We're Irish, I'm just saying. Yes. I'm a redhead, so (laughs) I belong. (laughs) I just drink. (laughs) My people. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, Um, I can drink a lot of dudes under the table. I belong there. 
<laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, I would love to go there sometime. But yeah, I just wanted to make sure that I say, like, thank you. I notice it, and I am so, so grateful that we're getting far more downloads and listens than I thought would ever happen. Thank you, everyone. So, huh. Okay. And shout out to our friends who, like, just started listening to make us feel better, but are still sticking around. Yay! We appreciate the <laughs> crap out of you guys. It's going to be fun. We're going to get to know each other here. <laughs> I mean, they're really just getting a loss. Uh, yes. <laughs> and, Sorry. Yeah, and our cats. You guys are going to know our cats. <laughs> yeah, well, I think they already know our cats. Yeah. So maybe you should go collect your cats and grab a drink here because we've got a story. Here we go. All right. Just two days after her 10th birthday, Christine Cole disappeared on a chilly evening from Pawtucket, Rhode Island. She left her home around sunset on January 6th, 1988, to buy groceries for her mother, but sadly, she never made it back. Christine's lifeless body washed up on a beach about 15 miles away in the city of Warwick 54 days later. This case was actually remained unsolved for more than three decades. That was a long time to go unsolved. Very long, yeah. The Pawtucket police ended up reopening the case. <laughs> so sorry. Stop it. It's just, but say it again. I really liked that name. Pawtucket Police. <laughs> oh, gosh, you have so many problems. That's great. Um, <laughs> uh, but they reopened the case in August of 2018 and discovered evidence that had been submitted for forensic testing earlier was not included in the case file. The results had actually been returned in 2010 and revealed there was blood from a male on the inside of Christine's pants. Further testing was requested on the blood sample as there had been new advances in technology. The results produced a larger genetic profile, which was then checked against a DNA database that was maintained by the Rhode Island Department of Health. The closest match ended up being a 26-year-old male that wasn't even born yet at the time of Christine's disappearance. He happened to be in the database because he had served— So a relative? Uh-huh. Okay, sorry. Yeah. So he served prison time on charges of conspiracy and possession of stolen motor vehicle parts. Investigators began looking into the man's father— I, for real, don't even know how to say this. The first name is J-O-A-O. So let's call him Joe. How is it spelled? J-O-A-O. J-O-A-O. It sounds like you're saying his name. (laughs) J-O-A-O. Joe? Montero. J O A O Montero. <laughs> oh my God, we're not funny. <laughs> oh, I think we are. <laughs> uh, Montero was born 
1960, and he would have been about 28 years old when Christine vanished. When they ran a background check, it showed that he had lived at several addresses in Christine's neighborhood, including an apartment that was directly above the market where Christine was last seen in 1988. That's sketch as shit. Yes. Montero actually bounced around to 19 different addresses in Pawtucket and Central Falls over a 30-year time frame. Okay, so here's a snapshot of what this guy's rap sheet looks like. In 1989, he was arrested on two counts of felony assault with a dangerous weapon. He pleaded no contest and was given two years of probation. In 1996, he was charged with a misdemeanor domestic violence charge. He pleaded no contest. In 2009 and 2011, he was arrested on DUI charges by North Providence and Cumberland Police. He was arrested. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anytime anybody says, like, she was arrested or he was arrested, the damn— Interrupters. Inter- yep, the damn interrupters <laughs> come in my head immediately and interrupt. Yep. They did that. Uh, The North Providence case was dismissed, and the Cumberland charge ended with an amended conviction of reckless driving. The police had to trail Montero because he wasn't residing at any of the listed addresses. They found that he would park his car at work between two large delivery trucks, so it was impossible to see his vehicle from the street. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, Very weird. Especially so long after, too. Yeah, it's super weird. So I don't get it. Have you been sketched the whole time, or did you do something else? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Me either. All the other employees parked in the front parking lot out in the open, like As a normal person. An employee does. <laughs> yes. Uh, at home, he would park behind the building next door to where he lived. What? He never parked at his actual residence. This is so strange. Yeah. A search warrant was obtained to collect swab samples from Montero, and it matched the DNA that was found on Christine's pants, and Montero was arrested at his place of work. Now, unfortunately... Police announced in January of this year that they do not have sufficient evidence to prosecute Montero. How is that not sufficient evidence? (laughs) Okay, well, here you go. And I tell you, I don't even understand this. They said the DNA and other evidence as it exists at the present time does not narrow the field of those culpable for the death of Christine Cole to the degree necessary to move forward with prosecution of the defendant. I'm sorry, a direct fucking match yes, is so, not enough evidence. Well, so here's they're saying that the DNA was run through a database, and while it didn't exclude Montero, it also doesn't exclude all of his paternal male relatives. <sighs> So that means it Are does not kidding me? eliminate his father, brothers, uncles, cousins, all of them on his father's side. 
Uh-huh. I know. It's like, She's... look at the ones that were alive. Problem solved at the time. Like, just <sighs> can't be that many. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the prosecutors say that if they haven't excluded all of these people and there is no other evidence that, like, establishes that he, in fact, committed the murder, the criminal charges will not be pursued. That's wonderful. So they have the person. They know who did it. Yeah. But mm, they can't eliminate the rest of the family, so we're just going to let him go. Yep. That's that's wonderful. So that gave you the warm fuzzies? Freaking justice system. And that's literally all I have for you today. Oh. Cool. <laughs> I told you it was mini. <laughs> right, it really was. Um, okay. So thanks for drinking the Kool-Aid with us. If you want to buy us a bottle of tequila or something else, uh, you can go straight to our new webpage. You do want to buy it. You do. Uh, DrinkingTheKool-Aid.com. I made it myself. And if you do buy us any tequilas, you can leave us a note. And if it's good, we might even read it. Um, And then you can also, or should subscribe on any of your podcast apps so you know when our new episodes come out and leave us a five-star review if you love us tell your friends tell your cats um bye, bye.